Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome in. Follow the money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, along with Jonathan Von Tobel, live in downtown Las Vegas. Circa Sportsbook at the Resort Casino is your spot. And, uh, you know, talking a little Major League Baseball on the program today, uh, I thought this was fascinating. Watching DeGrom pitch last night for the Mets yes. against the Braves. Guys having one of the best seasons of all time. He allowed that leadoff triple last night. So. That snapped DeGrom's streak of 37 consecutive batters retired in the first inning. It was the longest such streak over the last 90 seasons per ESPN Stats and Info. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. And that's why I know betters, viewers of uh, VSIN, they, they were betting, and I think this was more specifically when DeGrom was at home, they were laying huge numbers on no run in the first inning for the other team. And it got as high as, I think, 625 recently. Mm-hmm. That was when DeGrom was at, at home. And they were saying it's, it's free money. Yep. That was on the road last night. That kind of changes things. But that's how absurd it got with him. And I think the second inning numbers got as high as minus $11 in his last start. Right. Will this team score a run in the inning was... The no was minus eleven before it came back a little bit. It's something you were, yeah, you were discussing that with last time I was on in it's terms absolutely. of doing the math and just playing that and having such a high favorite. And even then, with some of the losses mixed in being up as much as you were, betting that on an inning basis, it's it's insane. Dumb. Uh, by the way, on, on numbers being up, and Degrom actually, so his ERA was spiked from like 0.62 to 0.95 last night. I mean, mm-hmm. my God, 
Rip up your Cy Young Let's tickets go. if you have him. You know what's funny is I saw that. I was watching yesterday, and I was like, Woodruff. I got that 15-1 to ticket. I was like, let's go. <laughs> when when that first inning was – when he allowed that home run, yeah. I was like, hmm, maybe Burns 50-1 to isn't so bad right now. Maybe Wheeler at 75-1 to looks okay. Just some life, baby. And, and then 14 strikeouts later, like, yeah, okay. The guy's going to be all right. Um, Tom Sawicki on Twitter this past week in the Midwest and on the East Coast, air temperatures were between 93 and 95. Heat index over 105. Definitely contributed to uh, overs in baseball games. Yeah. We saw that in Pacific. Portland got to 117 the other day. Yeah. Seattle was like 110. Global warming. So. Higher baseball scores. Yes. <laughs> the, the, two, the two will follow one another for sure. Yeah. It's funny, though, but I, I do qualify Jacob deGrom as must-watch television. Oh, yeah. He is. Every time he comes on. And, you know, you mentioned when you were watching it. It's funny. So, like, I have MLB TV, so I'm watching on my on my computer. I don't know why I signed up for it every year and still get disappointed. But regardless, watching him. And then on the side, they have the box score. And it's like 9, 10. The strikeouts, 11, yep. 12, 13. And you're like, God, come on, man. Like, this guy's incredible. Would you have him the MVP leader right now? I think so. Because I don't think there's many in the NL of the, outside of Tatis. Yeah. Like, And that's, you know, Tatis having a really good year. But those are the two. Like, there hasn't really been many that have like extended, like differentiated themselves outside of those two. And his, like, his value to me is just insane. Sure, what he's able to do. He's I, a walking victory. It's he's Mister Untouchable. Right. I know they got to him a little bit last night, but that's the first time all year long that he's allowed anything like that or remotely close to you know what the Braves got him for in that game. Uh, up next here, follow the money. We'll continue going down again some of the numbers on Degrom. And by the way, DraftKings threw this out there. I thought it was a fun question. But the responses to whether or not you could hit him, like average Joe off the street, absolutely stupid. That's coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Brewers have won nine straight. They're a $1.26 road favorite at Pittsburgh today, plus 115, eight under the total. Adrian Hauser against JT Brubaker. Cubs look to add a six-game slide. They're a $1.37 dog at Cincinnati. Lance McCullers Jr. pitching for the Astros, a $1.82 road favorite at the Cleveland Indians. NHL Stanley Cup Final Game 3, Tampa Bay, the dollar 28 favorite at Montreal, plus 118, 500 at Bell Center. Tomorrow, Game 6 of the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals, Hawks a one-point home favorite against Milwaukee. David Thompson, 9 under par 63, he's 14-1 to to win the Rocket Mortgage Classic at the Detroit Golf Club. VSIN breaks down all the betting angles for UFC 264 from Las Vegas, from the prelims to the main event featuring Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. It's sharp betting analysis from the industry's top UFC handicappers, including analytical insight on every fighter and prop available on the card. vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with BetRivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want into BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, get $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers. 
your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Got to be 21. Gambling problem, Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. Not valid in Iowa. I always like these kind of conversations, discussions, um, theoretical possibilities that are thrown out there. Um just to get a, uh, you know, kind of a mindset of where and what people are thinking across the country. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, before we get into this, there was recently like a survey put out for, you know, American men and like different animals that they could beat up. Right. And there was a whole list of animals on the list. I believe 9% of people who took the survey said they could beat up a gorilla. It's 9% of people are morons. You, you, you would get. Absolutely demolished, ripped apart by a gorilla. You would be dead in less than 30 seconds. If it had a killing intent, there's no shot. Of course, right. Zero percent. You're dead. You're right. Maybe it's doesn't want to go that far, right. and it feels it senses danger and wants to beat you, up, beat you up or knock you out or whatever. And if you have a gun. Like, yeah, exactly right. right. That's right. the only shot that you One-on-one, on one, you, you would be dead within 30 seconds if, if the gorilla wanted to kill you. It's stupid. But DraftKings put this out there last night, and I wish, you know how we have the match coming up next week? Yeah. Right. Made for TV event. You can bet on that kind of thing. God, I wish we could have this event on TV and we could bet on it. Remember Pros versus Joe's? <clears throat> of course. Like, I loved that show as a kid. It was so good. It's fun. But DraftKings asked the question with DeGrom going last night. You get 100 swings against Jacob DeGrom. Over, under, a half. How many times are you going to make contact? Right? So think about that for a second here. Average person, right, probably hasn't picked up a baseball bat in... 20 years. Right. Depends on your age, obviously. Now, this is a different story if, like, you know, can you maybe practice against a you know, gun that's throwing 100 miles an hour for a little while to get used to it, whatever. But if you go in fresh to take on Jacob deGrom, do you, know, do you realize how far you would be behind, be behind 100 miles an hour for the first, what, 50 swings? Of course. Or all 100 swings? And especially, again, when you consider intent. Like, if he's out there to strike you out, right. you're not getting anything. The slider, the fastball. And you're just talking about the fastball. I'm talking about a 90-mile-an-hour slider. Sure. And somebody put it in one of the mentions, like, that's got like 10 inches of break. Uh, yes, yes. You, you've got nothing against something like that. No. Under. And it's heavily shaded to the under. Yeah. This is coming from a guy who, in recent years, I'll go back 10, uh, I did win a home run hitting contest here in town. Yes, you did, yeah. In, in like 110-degree heat. That's right. I hit four out that day, and I got a hold of those bad boys. Cranked them, right? All over the field. How fast? That was, that was with like little to zero practice. Yeah. So, there's no chance I could touch Jacob DeGrom. None. Yep. I mean, blindfolded, you'd go up there, and just you'd have as good a chance as just like trying to actually locate the pitch and hit it with your bat. Right. It's, by the way, if you do, if you do make contact, it's a, but that's all you got to do is make, it's a total fluke, obviously. Of course. Um, and then I, I like the responses, though, to this tweet as well. Guys are what? What do you see? You notice some guy actually try to pull rank. I'm really good in my rec league. He, he actually had a a PowerPoint or like a uh, Microsoft <laughs> Excel sheet of his rec league stats. And in 57 plate appearances in his rec league, he batted 453. So of course he thinks he can get multiple hits off Jacob Degrom. As one push and put, uh, he's also only got one walk in 57 plate appearances. So you're just swinging and swinging and everything. And by the way, and this is another great point. Again, talking about intent, you're assuming that Jacob Degrom is here to strike you out. Mm. 197 to 100 mile an hour fastball up and in. Oh, you're terrified. Oh, my God. You really, you know what I mean? You're really going to be bold and like, all right, I'm going for this. Let's go. Or there was a lot of, I'll just bunt it. 
you're breaking your fingers. You're going to bunt a 100-mile-an-hour oh, yes. fastball? No, just tap it in. Good, no shot. So, so here's the question, though. Like, how, how many swings do you think it would take? Average person to make contact once. I mean, like just random luck, just swinging, and like, and we're talking like we're talking contact, like it's got to be a hit or just like a barely foul tip ball. Because if it's like barely foul tip ball, then obviously you know you don't need as many swings. But if you're talking about like a legitimate base hit, mm. 300, 400 swings. Okay, like he's he's holding you. We you're, we're listing the numbers all the times. He's holding professional hitters to like averages in certain situations of oh. under a hundred. Right, and the, the swinging strike rate right. of guys who have done this for their entire lives, they're pros at it, can't touch him. Now, again, this is not to get a hit. This is just over under how many times you would actually make contact. Could you, get, could you make contact against DeGrom one out of every 500 pitches? Probably. One out of every 1,000? Yeah, if you're talking about just like, you know, just scraping under it or getting under it like, and fouling it right into the dirt or something. Yeah, yeah sure. probably. Just randomly swinging and stuff. So, so maybe that one piece of contact comes in the first 100? Yeah. I, I don't know. But it's the, people just think that they can go out there like weekend warriors. Oh, this is going to be easy. Right. <laughs> to me, it's, it's just it's the gall of being like, oh, yeah, two, three, easy. Like, shut up. And and I think it was, was it Katie Nolan who did this with the, the double doink? And she was they would get people to come in and they would film it. Like, oh, I can do that. Well, how can you miss that kick? What's going on? That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And then bringing guys in. Did you tweet this out? Yeah. All right, let's see you make the kick. And it's just like, you know, scuffed balls. Of course. Nowhere yeah. near it. It's, it's so easy to sit here and say, I can do something like that. Like, no, you can't. I, I think the, like, missed kicks are a great example. Right. Because anybody thinks they can go out there. And put it this way. I, in high school, I played with a kid who practiced kicking field goals, like, his entire, like, after school, on the weekends, whatever. He was going to, he actually did go to a small college for kicking. JVT, he consistently made, like, 55 and 60 yarders back in high school. He never made it anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Like he would, I'm saying he would make the kicks, but in terms of like post high school, post a small college, he had no chance. So I, when they were out here at the year that they had the Outlaws that came out here, the, the Arena Football League team, they had kicker tryouts. And actually, yeah. a buddy wanted to try out for it. He, he was a pretty good soccer player. And so he goes out and he tries out, and he's actually legitimately good. Hit all the field goal attempts that they wanted him to hit, all that stuff. But watching some of the guys that were out there, like that thought they were kickers and not realizing how hard it is, not even just to hit a field goal, on kickoffs to kick the ball in an arena football field to kick it downfield. Oh, it's so bad. You're not as good as you think you no, are. It's, it's, and I like guys as well who think that, you know, they're, they're 40, 50 pounds bigger than Floyd Mayweather right. because he doesn't knock a lot of guys out. <laughs> oh, I could get in the ring with Mayweather. Of course. I might, I might not be able to touch him, but he's not going to hurt me. Like if, if Mayweather wanted to, he would, he would, the, the punch count would be 6,000 to one. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he would just absolutely do whatever he would want against you. Now, would he want to knock you out? And maybe he wouldn't put the finishing touches on you and, you know, whatever, but you'd have, come on. Yes. It's, it's any of I, these discussions. It's, it's, I think, I don't, it's funny. I don't, somehow people don't realize how athletic and skilled like professionals are. Yes. And by the way, I liked what uh, DeGrom's teammate did, Marcus oh, Stroman. All over people. Because he, he took to Twitter, he noticed that DraftKings put this out there, and he's just he's la he's making fun of people. Uh, all y'all are clowns who are saying over. You all have no shot. This just shows the audacity of the fan to truly believe they would have any type of success on the field with professional athletes. Bleep is comical. And that wasn't the only one. Like He was in the mentions oh, no, he of was, a lot of people. No, no, you couldn't. You're a moron. Stop it. Like He was, he was great yesterday. Uh, tweets, by the way, on this. At VSIN Live, at Mitch Moss Radio. At me, JVT. This is from Brady. 
I love the visual of DeGrom standing on the mound throwing thousands of pitches to fans after a game. Right. And there's like a sports, sports book tally out there, like DraftKings is out there, okay? Okay, now this guy is plus you know, 50,000 to get a hit. Keep the bets coming. Uh, from Phil Weiss, should be pretty easy if he leaves his sticky tack at home. <laughs> Laugh out loud. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. I like your point, though. Like, if DeGrom wanted to and he... Oh, the intent? Oh, no, but yeah. if, if, if he lets one go... And all of a sudden, there's some chin music. Oh, yeah. Okay. G- get back in the box, buddy. Because here's 100 miles an hour coming. Where's it going to be? Okay. I, was you- why, I think it was uh, it was the Angels. Like, Shohei Otani. It's like he, he loses control of a 97-mile-an-hour fastball. Goes above the hitter. And he like, you know, falls to the ground. As an, an average person, oh. you're you're hearing the pitch. Not even that. You're just hearing the pitch go over. Right? And you're just like, ah, okay. And you're probably, <laughs> for one that's coming right at your face, right. are you going to have the reaction time to actually get out of the way, or are you going to take it right in the nose? I do like that thought, though, too, of Jacob DeGrom getting so pissed that you think you can get a hit off of him. <laughs> He's just lacing <laughs> fastballs inside, like, let's go, buddy. <laughs> Throwing him right at your knees, right. trying to take you out. Okay. He said, because yeah, they, they, that's the other thing, too, that people don't realize. Again, talking about intent. What if he's literally like trying to set you up too? If he's legitimately like planning, I'm like, okay, I'll set you up with a fastball yeah. bat, and then, like doing all the little things that you don't realize go into an at bat. Oh, it's it, you would have no shot. Uh, I just I love theoreticals like this. Oh, it's so it's good. fun to talk about. And again, I, I lo- you're right. Can we do pros versus Joes? Have betting on this and have it on TV, live on TV. Yep. Not recorded, obviously. Let's go out there and do it live in real time. And, and I put this out there because I had this thought the other day, and I think like, I don't know what I was watching. I put it in a different way, which is. If you could, which feat would you rather accomplish? And it was like dunk over Rudy Gobert, stuff Derrick Henry behind the line of scrimmage, hit a home run off of Jacob DeGrom, right? Score, on, I think it was Vasilevsky at the time, right? Any of those. If you could achieve it, which would you rather do? Which would be more satisfying? I feel like stuffing Derrick Henry behind the line of scrimmage would be That'd one That would be a pretty good huge, feeling. It would be a pretty good feeling, but yeah. well, I do guy, not think I could do, obviously, any of those things. As a guy who has hit home runs and won a home run right, title, it's, it's right. a pretty exhilarating uh, rating feeling. I rank it right up there. But as a guy who's never been able to dunk in anything more than like an eight, eight and a half foot rim in my entire life, if I could ever just dunk at all on a 10 foot rim, that oh. to me would be an all time highlight. Oh, but, and then I over st- over a player, the caliber of like a Rudy Gobert. Well, that does, that, get that out of the equation. Just groin all over the face, just dunk all over him. On a fast break, <laughs> if I could catch an alley oop right. from some point guard in the NBA who's really good, and I just throw it down with thunder, and I just hang on the rim for two seconds. And I go absolutely nuts, and I have all my body weight on. I'm swinging back and forth from the rim. Yep. That's the all-time best feeling imaginable. Yep, that'd be good. That would be really good. <laughs> and you know what? Um, I have a better chance of getting a hit off the Grom than I do of actually <laughs> accomplishing that. So forget about it. Uh, NBA. We have. Uh, are you are you okay with no game seven tonight? Like we get a night off from the NBA. It's, it's, it takes away a betting opportunity. Right. Well, and personally, I'm a Clippers guy, so uh, I'm not okay. Yeah. With the game seven, no, but it is. Look, I enjoy the NBA. I think as much, if not more, than you know the next guy. Uh, but probably more at this point of the season, right? It burned out. Maybe is not the right term, but you're like, okay, it's cool. Get a day, watch baseball because you know I've noted like this is around the time of the year. Usually, it's a little bit earlier when the NBA finals. This is where I really start to get into baseball in terms of handicapping and all of that kind of stuff. So it is cool. Like I was mentioning to you yesterday, sitting back and being able to watch more baseball games and, and taking sure. all of that in. So I'm totally down with the day off. Yeah, yeah. Like tonight, baseball can take center stage along with the Stanley Cup, right? And that's good. And then we'll go back at it again tomorrow night with Game Five with the uh, Bucks against the Hawks. And at several books here in Las Vegas, the Hawks are favored by one. DraftKings, they're one and a half. The total is uh, in that 216, 216 and a half neighborhood. And we saw the game fly over last night with no Giannis and no Trey Young. 
I'm not going to sit here and speculate at all because uh, I thought Trey Young was going to play in the game last night. Mm-hmm. And then we got news, obviously, during the day that he would not be on the court and be available for the Hawks. So that game flew over. And by the way, that opened 220 again, came all the way down. I saw some spots get to uh, 212 and a half. And you could just tell, like, right away, first quarter, first half, like, this thing's going to end up flying over. And it did. And great off when four buck starters with no Giannis available combined for 106 points. And, uh, you know, three of them went over their point total. Middleton did not, though, by the way. Yep. That stayed under, and we thought that 27.5 might be a little bit too high. And uh, on the air this week, going back even beyond that, I've been asking for more minutes for Bobby Porras. I think in this series anyway, he's got a, a, a good role, right? Right, you can do that. In a Brooklyn series, you can't. And that was one of the things that I wrote about this series too, which was your bench gets to expand a little bit more. Sure. Bobby Porras gets picked on in a Brooklyn Nets series defensively. Yeah. But in this series, you can totally get away with more Bobby Porras minutes. And it's showing. He's been great. Yeah, and even like before last night, though, it's like, guys, you can see where... Again, there's space for him to operate. He yep. can actually, you know, be a contributor on offense. You know, give you good bench minutes, that kind of thing. And last night with no Giannis, we saw it come to fruition, and he had his best playoff game of all time. And um, you know, does that continue when they go on the road and play in Game Six, where Lopez had a huge game and he had not been good in the series? JVT, I just to have all four guys play that well again in Game Six when this team overall has been super inconsistent. I have my doubts. Yes, and this is this is all about game planning and what you want to do as a team. One of the things that the Bucks did extremely well yesterday that they do really well with Giannis on the court, but something they haven't done this regular season without him is attack the painted area of the floor. Twenty-eight points in the paint in the first quarter, not even in the game in the first quarter. And if you go through games one, two, three, and five, Mitch, thirty-nine attempts within four feet of the basket in game one. 21 attempts and go 19 to 21 in game two. If you go to game three, 22 of 36, 36 attempts with seven shooting fouls drawn in that game. And then you go to last night, 27 attempts to shoot 85.2% within four feet of the basket. And yesterday was even more impressive because they had over 50 attempts, 55 attempts within 14 feet. They were awesome in terms of just pounding the paint. And that is something that you need to do because Atlanta clearly doesn't have an answer for what you have been able to do in the restricted area of the floor. Can they adjust to that, or they just don't have the, the personnel? I just don't know if you have the personnel. Like Clint Capella is a, a fine rim defender overall. He wasn't that great yesterday. But who is your ancillary rim protector, right? The Brooklyn Nets, to a certain extent, have, or excuse me, the, the Milwaukee Bucks have two, right? It's Giannis, and it is Brook Lopez. Brook yeah, Lopez in the right. drop coverage. Giannis, when he's on the court, the, the rim shooting drops dramatically. It's John Collins? It's Solomon Hill? Like, there's nobody with real size that intimidates you and is a shot-blocking threat on the Atlanta Hawks outside of Clint Capella. I mean, that's the way they've pretty much put this team together, right? It's a right. bunch of perimeter players. and Front then, facing guys. Yep, and then the big guy down low, and if he's going to have an off night like he did last night, then good luck to you. Yep. That, that's, that, that has to be the Bucks' game plan again. It's just go out there in the first quarter, um, attack, 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 see if they can adjust and stick to it because there's no reason to go bombs away from downtown. Yep. I completely agree. Uh, Drew Holiday had 12 attempts inside the uh, the arc. I, I would say that you can even increase that. You don't need to take eight three-point attempts. Start start pounding yeah. it, man. Because he had a lot of great finishes at the rim yesterday. You need to keep doing that. I think, so. I think that's right. Uh, good tweet from our buddy Chad Andrus. He says, Nolan Ryan today. Could you put a ball in play? No. Does he? Does Nolan Ryan? Didn't he just throw out like a first pitch and he, he went like 85 miles an hour or something like that? <laughs> Yeah. And he's in his 60s, probably approaching 70 at some Nolan point. Nolan Ryan here. now. How about that? No, that's what, no, that's what he's saying. <laughs> oh, okay. Nolan okay. Ryan today. Oh, okay. They meant peak today. Oh, yeah. Could, Still no. No? No. Maybe if you practice enough. May, yeah. Maybe one out of 100. Infield dribbler. Mishandled. Yep. Yes.
Petty Greenstein from PointsBet joins the program coming up next. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Summer, it's time to update your sports betting wardrobe with some new VSIN gear, hats, shirts, mugs, all with the VSIN logo or fun sports betting sayings like cashing tickets is what it's all about. And it's not under until it's over. Visit the VSIN store today at vsin.com slash store and find the perfect item for yourself or as a gift. That's vsin.com slash store. Teddy Greenstein joins the program now with points bet sports books. Teddy, it's good to talk to you again as always. How are you today? It's great to see you, Mitch and Jonathan. Um, I'm doing well. Our traders are right now busy uh, pricing up some odds for Mitch. Um, better chances of hitting a DeGrom curveball or dunking on a nine-foot rim. Okay, well. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. 
I used to be awesome. That. We need we need a couple of minutes to actually think about that. I think you go okay. three way and you go <laughs> absolutely not minus not, like seven, not, six fifty. Not, okay, yeah, that's probably the best way to approach it. Um, how, how did you guys do last night with the uh, Chris Middleton points prop? Did everybody just assume that he was going to go over and bet it that way? Yeah, I mean the clients roughed us up a little bit last night. I mean props to them. It was their victory. Obviously, that Bucks line opened at 1.5, got up to 3, and 78% of the money we took was still on the Bucks. So big win there. And Chris Middleton just made it over 25. We had uh, an offering there at plus 180. Oh, uh, wow. We had a boost for, oh, yeah, Middleton to score 25 in a Bucks victory. And uh, some people were sweating out at the end. He was stuck on 24 and then got fouled with a couple minutes mm-hmm. left, drained the free throws. So that one hit. So that was a, a good one for the crew. It's a good booster to offer. Yeah. Yeah, 25 yeah. plus at oh, plus and, 180. And we had a DeGrom booster hit as well. He uh, had to strike out 10 Braves. And as you guys know, he uh, he whiffed 14. So DeGrom with uh, eight strikeouts in a row, I think, at one point. So, Teddy, where are you guys at with, with finals MVP? Because I've seen a lot of spots that shockingly don't have Chris Paul as the favorite to win this thing. Oh, we definitely have Chris Paul yeah. as the favorite to win this thing, Jonathan. So he's at plus 165 for us, followed by Devin Booker at plus 200, Giannis at plus 320, and then the next gentleman is the one that I'm focused on. Chris Middleton is down to plus 500, and that intrigues me because I have him at 200 to 1. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Jay Croucher and I had spoken uh, a little bit ago. I, maybe it was about at the beginning of the playoffs, and uh, and he mentioned that you know Middleton was, was 200 to 1, and so when Giannis goes down the other night, it didn't immediately translate and then i thought about it i'm like whoa this actually gives us a shot 200 to one for you man oh man uh tell us about <laughs> this uh the points betting win that one client had on the white Sox last night yeah mitch very very clever client here um so he points bet the white Sox at minus 0.75 runs at one thousand dollars a run and the Sox beat the Twins 8-5. to five. So the Sox win by three runs. He wins by 2.25 runs. So he netted $2,250. That was probably a nervous day for him. The White Sox game was tied for a while. Yep. But uh, he, Zach Collins hit a home run, and he ended up uh, having a nice victory on us. I, I like that. Yeah. that. That option that you guys allow, uh, the, the points betting option is really, really cool, Teddy. I totally agree. Like I, I love it also for golf for finishing position. If you feel strongly about somebody and for some guys, their finishing position is like 55. So the worst you can do is lose 15 times your stake. If he misses the cut, the worst number there is 70, but there's so much upside if uh, a golfer performs. Well. That's, a, that's a really good yeah. angle. Some guy comes in, he finishes top 30 or something like that. So on that note yeah. with the golf, how have the odds changed after day one of the uh, rocket mortgage? Yeah, so Bryson was the heavy favorite coming in, the defending champion, and he was a plus 750. Those are like, uh, that's the lowest number we'd seen for a golf tournament in a while. And he uh, underperformed, even par, I believe. So he went from plus 750 to plus 5,000. Um, I'm sure you guys had big money on Davis Thompson. That, 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 yes. was, uh, that would have been an impressive one. He started at 300 to 1 and is down to 14. Uh, my pick, Kevin Kistner, had a good round, shot 67. So he's down from 33 to 1 to 20. Interesting ones here, guys, are our name of bets are still viable. So Pages asks, will anyone shoot 68 or better for all four rounds, which is what Bryson did last year, and that one pays plus 180, and there are still 39 players alive as we head into Friday. And then my name of bet, 
I thought the pricing on this was incredibly generous, both Phil Mickelson and Bubba Watson, just to make the cut. Plus 200, two to one on your money for the big lefties to make the cut. And they're looking good so far. Bubba shot 68, Phil shot 69. Very cool. Teddy, as always, uh, thanks for the time. Good talking to you. Um, Have a fun, enjoyable, and safe July 4th weekend, okay? Enjoy the hot dogs, guys. Have an amazing weekend. Catch you next week. Yes, you too. Uh, It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. In Pocket Plays, recap of last night, what we're betting today, coming up next. Now for in-pocket plays, recap of last night and uh, what we're looking at tonight and maybe this weekend. Uh, boy, oh boy, I can't pick my nose this week. Brutal. I need a, I need a recharge. I need a reset. The weekend's not going to be long enough. Uh, bad, bad week in baseball. Didn't even have a baseball bet last night. Both basketball plays. Hawks, Bucks under 220. I did. We're not on the air, but when it got down to 212 and a half, uh, 213 actually last night, I came back with a an overplay for a little bit back, um, so that was good. I thought maybe I could middle it, but that was no, that was not happening. Uh, but Clint Capella to record a double double. I think he had like a quintuple single, is what he had yeah. <laughs> last night. Terrible game for him. That's a loser. Yeah, you know what? I was thinking about taking the day wrong. off today because it's been a bad week, but can't do that. Two more plays. Uh, Red Sox. Well, they're actually you shop around. You can find a little bit better number. I see a dollar five right now on Boston mm-hmm. against the A's tonight. I like Rodriguez against Montas, and I like this Red Sox offense. Um, you brought up a good point, too. I mean, his numbers, the, the ERA is like two runs higher than his FIP, speaking of uh, Rodriguez. Yep. This ballpark now, you know, is pitcher-friendly. I could see him having a better game tonight where it suits his, um, tailored to his uh, style anyway. And then, uh, you know what? I'm taking a walk on the wild side. Motley Crue style coming up on Sunday. Right. I am going against the GOAT, Joey Chestnut. I'm under 73 and a half hot dogs plus 130. And I could absolutely be regretting that by the five-minute mark. It's a plus EV play there. That's what you got to do. You're getting the odds like that. I think you're getting plus 150 other spots too, under 73 and a half. Uh, so yesterday for me, uh, team total Yankees over, not a winner. That game was postponed. Uh, so we did not get to see that in action against the Angels and Griffin Canning. So they'll resume that series at some point. Uh, and nothing today, but it, it, going back to our handicap of this series overall and what I've talked about here, if Giannis is not going to play here in game six, uh, I'm going to go back to the well and bet this thing over. And right now we have over 214. Willing to bet the market responds uh, in such in terms of this total coming down here again if Giannis is ruled out. But we'll go over on that game if Giannis is indeed ruled out of that contest because uh, numbers dictate that they're a lesser defensive team in that regard. What do, you, what do you think, by the way, hmm. about Giannis' status going into the game tomorrow night? So I talked about this with Tom Byrne on Hardwood Handicappers. By the way, a new episode put it up yesterday. We, we kind of came to the conclusion, this, this I think, is a Kawhi Leonard situation where every game we're going to be like, nah, maybe. No. Nah, nah, not maybe. Now, like That was a really gruesome, hyper-extended knee. Now, there was one, I think Tim McMahon on uh, Brian Windhorst podcast today uh, talked about that they were actually really lucky that his knee went straight back as opposed to in any other direction because that's when you get ligament damage. So maybe that kind of speeds up the process of him coming back. But that's a, that's a pretty serious 
strain on a lot of those ligaments, the way that that thing bent back. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, like as we were here on the air yesterday, we were both suggesting that uh, Trey Young would be playing in the game. Right. Like it did make sense, right? Seemed they, pretty close last they, time. <laughs> right. We thought he was actually going to play in game four. And then basically an hour before tip-off, they announced, nope, Trey Young's not going to be playing in the game tonight. So we're like, okay, that might be a good sign for game five. Um, you know, reports were suggesting that it actually could happen. And then, nah, not, not the case. Didn't play. So, again, I would assume that he's going to play tomorrow night, but I have no idea at this point. Yep. And I would also note, too, really last on that is that even without Trey Young, I wouldn't be deterred on betting that thing over yet again. The, the three-point shooting yeah. over the last two games, I think, is perfectly sustainable. We're talking about 39% for Atlanta. Yeah against one of the worst perimeter defenses we have seen. The way they play defense, Milwaukee, right? The defensive rating of 119 yesterday, the 118.8 with Middleton and Holiday. I think those are some things that are perfectly replicable. Uh, replicable. It's a hard word for Atlanta going forward. I can't wait to see the player props on the game. Yeah. Because I think there's going to be an opportunity again to maybe, if Giannis doesn't play, I want to see what the player props are going to look like for the Bucks. And really quickly again, Drew Holiday, higher usage rate than Chris Middleton yesterday, as we talked about, right? Yep. Kind of flipping yep. that in terms of betting Middleton under and Holiday over. That's right, because I, I went and looked at every single game throughout the season now that Giannis missed, and these guys played. Mm -hmm. So there, there was a game or two where Giannis sat, but also some of the other big, big names on the team did as well. Mm -hmm. But the two guys who stood out to me more than any other were Holiday. For the most part, he played like exceedingly well with no Giannis this year, and he was the best player on the court last night, I thought. Drew Holiday. Yes. The other player who put up like significantly better numbers when Giannis wasn't there... He did it again last night. It was Bobby Portis. So I couldn't even find a Bobby Portis prop here in town yesterday. I was mildly depressed about that. Mm -hmm. uh, he was the guy that I wanted to attack the most. Wasn't available. Uh, Holiday obviously had a great game. But those are the two guys who have just p played like A-plus level of basketball when Giannis doesn't take the court for the Bucks. And think about it for Holiday from that perspective. You know, Middleton, excuse me, uh, Giannis is really ball dominant. Who's going to take a lot more of those, you know, in terms of just having the ball in his hands and facilitating a little bit more? It's going to be Drew Holiday. Sure. So usage sure. is up, and, and that is the case. Uh, now, here are top horse racing plays for today from ExpressBet analyst Jeff Siegel, by the way. At Ellis Park in race four, Jeff likes number one, Tis the Bomb at five to two on the morning line. And at Prairie Meadows in race six, likes number eight, Snowhouse at eight to one. You can bet these races and more at First Bet, the, place, uh, the best place to start your betting action for horse racing. Sign up for First Bet app and get up to $100 and a matching bonus on your first deposit instantly. I'm a millennial. I love instant gratification, so I'm down with that. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. Make sure you use the promo code Vegas100. It's vcin.com slash horses. Best pitching matchups on paper today? Uh, probably Paddock and Wheeler. Yes. That total is eight. I would say Urias <laughs> and Scherzer. That total is eight. Can I submit just because it has a potential to be insanely volatile? Johan Oviedo and Chichi Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Yes. You know how entertaining that game could potentially be? That, that, could, be, that, that could be like a 6-5 game in the third? Uh, yeah, it's what a you're total saying? of 12 at the Open, so the, uh, we have uh, some potential for fireworks there. And also, maybe sneaky good, uh, and really not even that sneaky, but Lance Lynn and Casey Mize. Yeah. Again, K Casey Mize and Max Scherzer are two of the best underpitchers in baseball all year long. That total is 8.5 uh, in the White Sox game. I'm saying this. But I can't make a case for the under first five in any of these. Mm -hmm. Or maybe the runs again are up. Um, you know, temperatures are up across the board as well. The timing of baseball changing the rules, all of this coincides to now more runs in baseball and numbers don't lie. Like again, last two out of the last three days in June produced the highest scoring games, uh, two out of the four uh, of the entire year.
Mm-hmm. So for me to make a case to bet these unders when I've gotten burned on two first five unders this week alone and they were over in the first inning, you know, kind of sucks the life out of you a little bit. Yeah, I agree. And look, there is, there's a case to be made when you look at Mize and some of the underlying numbers, whether it's the expected ERA, whether it's his FIP or yeah. XFIP, uh, that there is maybe some regression coming for him at some point. And a lineup like Chicago's could be the one to potentially bring that to him in a case like this as well. And I like Lance Lynn a lot. I have yeah. for quite a few years. And he he's is one great. Of, he's one of the shortest shots on the board to win the American League Cy Young. Rock solid fastball and just sits there and then hits strike zones and just, hey, go, let's go. Try to hit me. Kind of a, he's a horse out there, man. <laughs> Figuratively and almost like a size-wise. I, too, yeah, he's yeah. huge. He's, he's absolutely massive. huge. Uh, follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our good buddy, uh, Lou Finicaro going to join the show up next uh we'll talk a little stanley cup game number three tonight will he make a case for the underdog canadians as the series now shifts back to montreal find out when we talk to lou coming up next Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook today. Get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms and conditions. The great Lou Finicaro joins the program now on Twitter at GamLou. You read him every week in Point Spread Weekly. Uh, Lou, good morning. Uh, happy fourth weekend. How are you, pal? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on this morning, Mitch and JVT. Looking forward to speaking about whatever today. Sure, sure. Uh, specifically, Game 3 of the NHL uh, Stanley Cup Final as uh, the series now shifts back to Montreal. Before I ask you about how you're approaching this game tonight, have you been betting the series so far? Did you have action on either side, maybe Tampa Bay, um, in either Game uh, 1 or 2? Large future positions on Tampa Bay going into the cup final. Uh, game one was passive. Game two under, four, excuse me, game one under four and a half hits three to one. That's a plus 155. And then we came right back. Game two uh, under, four, excuse me, game one was a pass. Game two was the under. That was the three to one. And I'm coming right back with under four and a half in game three once again. Okay, and what number did you catch it at, by the way? The, uh, currently at the Westgate, under four and a half for game three is plus 150. Last game, it was plus 155. So there hasn't been a huge adjustment made. The basis for my thinking is that we know Montreal's got no quit in them. We saw that against Toronto. Down 2-0 even though Stanley Cup finalists that go down 2-0 only win 10% of the time, there's no quit in Montreal. And if there's no quit in Montreal and we can count on their best effort, then we're going to count on a very low-scoring game. Uh, if they can score two and if they can score first, they'll put that defense to work. The problem is Tampa hasn't been letting them. Uh, but I believe that with the effort and focus of a concerted Montreal team, we'll definitely see a low-scoring game. Tampa has no problem playing that way. And so forget the five. I like the four and a half at the plus money. Good. Okay. Lou, uh, Lou, I'm curious, like, if, from just your perspective, like if you're Montreal, we were talking about this earlier, when you generate 14 high-danger chances and all 14 of them are turned away, when you have a guy like Vasilevsky playing the way that he does, what do you do as an offense to generate more? That's a great question, but what they're saying behind closed doors is the same thing that other teams say when price is on, and that is we have to just keep doing what we're doing and the puck's going to find the net. So uh, if Montreal can duplicate the effort from Game 2 and Game 3, we have another really tight one nothing, 2 nothing kind of contest, in my opinion. I mean, it's just like, you know, every game is a game of inches, and specifically hockey. I mean... The way that that second period ended, Lou, and Montreal, to me, they were clearly the better team in Game 2, but Vasilevsky was just, he was a, a machine in that game between the pipes. If Tampa Bay doesn't get that goal to go up 2-1 with like sure. .3 on the clock, that changes that game that changes the series, potentially. Well, it surely makes the next goal so important and keeps Montreal's focus in there. Obviously, going into that period, there had to be some decompression in their attitude uh, with that kind of an occurrence. That said, they played a good third period, and so I, I'm still looking for a really focused effort. Remember what happened when the Knights went up to uh, uh, Canada 
played the Canadians and came back kind of with their tails between their legs, uh, there was still plenty of fight in them, and I know there's plenty of fight left in Carey Price and Montreal. So I'm seeing the Canadians as high as, I think, plus 124. That's here at Circa. You already made your case for the under here at a nice plus price. Could you could you see yourself getting down at plus 124 with Montreal? Or I guess what number would you need to bet the Canadians? Um, it, you know, if I didn't have the Tampa futures, that that's polluting my approach. If mm. I was totally clean going into this series, I would take, I would commit to taking Montreal in both games. And if I split, I'll come away with a little bit of juice. That's how I think about the next two games. However, in my current situation, I'm all about under four and a half and I'm not touching any sides. Uh, okay. How, how many games do you think the series will go? Do you think Tampa finishes them off rather quickly? Do they get one in Montreal? Is it a five-game series? Because uh, I know that people, you know, like hockey people who I like, cover the sport and stuff like that, they're, they're suggesting a sweep already. Uh, that's a great question, and, and it, it requires projection. And my projection comes from my heart, and that is I want to see more hockey. So I'm going to say if it was me, I'd put down money on six games. Okay. I like it. I'd sign up for that right now. Yeah. Well, it's been a fun series, and like we've talked about, it's just about getting your opportunities. They've generated just as many high-danger chances. Yeah. Opportunities have been there for Montreal. Sure. It's just being able to dictate that. You know, we were talking about this earlier, Lou, too, in terms of, like, Conn Smythe and some of the more dominant players that you've seen. It's Vasilevsky's to lose at this point, but, like, Mitch has Braden Point, right, about, what, 15-1 to 1 or so? Yeah, 14-1, yeah. 14-1. Yeah. Like, is there any chance anybody breaks through this in terms of winning that award? I don't think so. It's yeah. it's Point or Kucherov, but it's Vasilevsky. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ten days ago, you could have had him plus three and a quarter when yeah. when they were uh, still struggling to get through the second the last round. Um, Vasilevsky is hugely motivated to win a second cup, but that is a thimble full of water next to the Atlantic Ocean when it comes to this opportunity for him to compete against Carey Price. That's how he sees this head-to-head competition. However, discerning hockey pundits or enthusiasts like myself refuse to make this price against Vasilevsky because what Vasilevsky has around him is two-to-one in favor uh, of what price has around him. So I can't make that head-to-head comparison based on the depth of Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that's well said. It's follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network, Lou Finacaro, is our guest. By the way, congrats to you. You were calling, uh, yeah. what, Miss State to win the College World Series. I think you picked up uh, at a nice plus price of, what, 8-1? to one? We had 8-1 to one on Point Spread Weekly right before the series began on Mississippi State. And before the Super Regional round, we had released Vanderbilt at 6-1. to one. So we were in a plus 6-1 to one or plus 8-1 to one position and made that championship series enjoyable to watch. Excellent. I know we're going to have you on again next week. It's a huge yes. UFC week here in Las Vegas. Uh, now, this morning, I'm seeing that Poirier here at uh, Circa is minus 120 against McGregor. Um, have you done anything with this card? Uh, I know you like to wait until like the week of, the day before, um, the weigh-ins, that kind of stuff. But anything stick out to you right now? A couple things do. Again, chasing underdogs and value with underdogs requires patience, just as you point out. However, there's a couple of spots where... I think there's a favorite looking pretty decent. Uh, Stevie Wonderboy Thompson, I think, is in a, a very enviable position. Gets a fighter that's ferocious but made for him. 
uh, I think. And so I'm watching that number go down a little on Stevie Wonder Boy Thompson, so I'm backing off of that. However, uh, the main fight on the undercard, Max Payne Griffin against Carlos Condit, there's a fight that I think I'm willing to tell people right now, if you want to play some open parlays or use Max Griffin in a parlay, he's currently minus 180 or 185 at uh, Circa. And so I believe he's in a really favorable position against a guy in Condit that's won a couple of fights, but really on the other end of his career. And I would point you to Max Griffin at this early date. Uh, maybe in one side of a parlay, keep it open, or go ahead and make another handicap and put him with someone else. Lou, uh, from the the fight aside, I'm curious your thoughts on this market shift on a guy like Poirier because you know I was on him in the last fight, but I was getting over two dollars on Poirier in that fight. Now we're talking about him laying a price in a lot of spots. Just your thoughts on the way the market has shifted and their perception of this bout now that we're going for part three. You know, the market hasn't shifted. It's the makers that have relined this. Uh, Poirier came out plus 175 in that fight just a few months ago and closed at plus 280 or so. And that's reflective of the droves of Irish fans that are going to come and hit Vegas. If you're a Poirier fan, I suggest waiting because you're going to get him at a plus price, in my opinion, if you wait until next Saturday. However, if you think Connor may uh, have the vocabulary and game to do it, I'd hurry up and take him now while the price is right. Very good. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Gamlu. Read him every week, Point Spread Weekly, vcin.com slash subscribe. Good luck with your underbet tonight, uh, Stanley Cup, game number three in Montreal, and uh, happy fourth, Lou. Yes, thanks for having me on, guys. We'll enjoy the 4th of July weekend, and uh, good luck to everyone. There you go. Be good. That's Lou Finicaro. Uh, under four and a half at a nice plus price yeah. for Lou tonight. So will you take your kid's, what, two years old? Uh, he's going to be three, yeah. So three? Essentially three yeah. So he doesn't really get into fireworks quite yet? No, he, you know, he's getting there. Like, we bought him the poppers. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's throwing the right. He loves them. Okay. So he's kind of getting there. Yeah. Where are you at now as an adult with fireworks? Take him or leave him. Take him or leave him? Yeah. Like, do you... Do you Will you take the kid out? Will you take the wife out tonight? Or, I'm sorry, on Sunday night? Here's another thing, by the way, which yeah. is beautiful in Las Vegas. You will get fireworks in every neighborhood yes. for like a week in second, right? A week straight here in town. It started it's last absolutely night. absurd. Yeah, it started last night with me in my, in my neighborhood. Yeah, it started yep. going up. Um, yeah, I think we have plans to like go out. Just do this, like the driveway. Sit in the driveway, right? Like grill up some stuff and just you know light some, light some sparklers or whatever for the kid. Yeah. As he gets older, the fireworks, I think, will get progressively more aggressive. And then I can start to find the inner child again and maybe start going and doing that out of town then, yeah, and, yeah. and buying some stuff. It really is astonishing. Yeah. Uh, there was one neighborhood specifically that I lived in a couple of years ago where I lived there for like four or five years. It was clockwork. Yep. July 1st, all the way through like July 8th. I would go outside and be like screaming like, oh, you're doing this again tonight? Seriously? <laughs> the telltale whistle and you're like, oh, here we go. What are <laughs> we doing? <laughs> yep. Good God. One day. We get one day to enjoy it. We're good. And that should, be, that should be enough for everybody. Yes, right? <laughs> yeah. I will have a couple of hot dogs, though. Or, you know what? Uh, definitely some barbecue this weekend. Yeah. Good weekend. Fire up the grill. Go somewhere nice. Whatever. John, I yeah. on the grill this weekend for me. Yeah. yeah. Good job by the crew all week. Everybody involved. Uh, have a fun, enjoyable, safe fourth weekend. Talk again Monday.
Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Thank you.